0: Okay. Kayla got the 411. Number 11. Sipping lemonade, throwing light shade. i I'm the best. Are you mad? Cause I I'm impressed. Are you mad? Cause I impressed. blessed? Are you mad. Cause I'm so blessed.
1: Hey everybody, it's Kayla got the 411. I'm back for another What's Good episode. I'm here with Brad Young. Brad Young, this segment's called What's Good. So I gotta ask, What's Good with you? How you doing? How you feeling? How's your mental health?
0: I feel awesome. My mental health is good. God is good. And you are good, and I'm good, too. What's up? Yes.
1: So, you know, Brad, you are really um, a platinum producer. You really out here doing your thing. Like, you work with artists like Yo Gotti, Chris Brown, Flo Rider. The list goes on. But you are a singer as well. I saw a cover that you did. You did a cover to Miguel, right?
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah. I'm in awe. <laughs> I was like oh, <laughs> that. You. You,
1: you know, a lot of producers, they can't, they can do a humming, they can hum, but they yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so take me back to when
0: you were younger. Like, you know, how did you even get into the music industry? You know what? I was I wasn't even into I was I've always been into music, but I wasn't into the music industry. You know what I'm saying? I was just I just liked music. Because I was a boxer when I was young, and I and I wanted to be the champion of the world, you know. But when I discovered I can sing, it it changed my life. It changed my life. Like I've always went, I've always been into instruments and, and just like always rap and R and B, everything. But it wasn't until I knew I could sing, because I wasn't one of those kids that was like, oh, I've been singing since I was five. I didn't know I could sing. I never knew until I was on a school bus singing to the singing, you know. And then the girls jumped in my seat, and I was like, wait a minute, hold on, I can actually do this. And that changed my life.
1: Wait, so you
0: were just on the school? But what was you singing? What song was you singing? What happened was, it was this kid named Shadon Clark. He used to sing all the time, right? And he had a girlfriend, the prettiest girl in school, and they used to sit together. He used to sing to her. I just thought it was so dope. I just looked up to him. And he was an upperclassman. And then one day, he heard me singing. He, like, like, looked between his seats and heard me singing. And was like, hey, little dog, you can sing. And I was like, for real? He was like, <laughs> yeah, sing louder for everybody. And I was like, oh, no. And he's like, everybody listening, he can sing. And he's like, go ahead, sing. So I sang. I sang some Jodeci. And all the girls on the bus went crazy, he jumped over my seat, and was like, sing again, sing again. And I was like, what? I couldn't believe it. Like, like I had never had that reaction before. And in that moment, you know, I was riding home on a bus, and I was looking out the window, and I was like, man, I'm a singer. Forget boxing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: y'all Yo, you know girls really like dudes that can sing like I remember I had a little boy but he thought he could sing but he couldn't sing so it's like <laughs> when he was saying "I was like dude you awful but in his mind he thought he could right, sing yeah, yeah. How you actually could sing but you didn't even believe it I'm really big on sometimes people can see your gift and your talent before you actually um, can see
0: it so that's you that's know
1: true. you are from St. Louis as well right
0: yes yeah, born and raised from the St. Louis on the west side by the way of nah, city. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how many
1: people on this show I don't have in St. Louis. Like how did that even shape you know you coming up, you know, actually taking music seriously and also your boxing? Like what was
0: life like growing up in St. Louis? I mean St. Louis, so you know it was rough. <laughs> it was rough, <laughs> you know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was rough, rough. But the boxing was a little easier because it's rough and you know it was a way for us to to, uh, you know, express our anger or whatever you was feeling. It was a way for us to really to get centered or whatever. But music was hard because there was no music industry in St. Louis at all whatsoever. So right. it was it was hard in that regard. But one thing about my city is once I started really going and started getting out there, they really was like my backbone really support me like heavy. So, yeah. That, no,
1: we always hear the horror stories, you know, about your city be plotting against you. So I think that's.
0: Nah, really about- nah. One thing about it is Mm-hmm. I could I can honestly state that my city they they live and die like they like Brad oh yes they so I'm just happy about that I don't know how or why but I don't have mm-hmm. those stories my city support me. You seem so humble. You like man? I ain't even not the same man. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, everybody
1: just like, yeah. What's your zodiac
0: sign? I'm curious, man. I'm a Libra. Oh, that makes sense. I'm
1: a Libra too. People
0: love us. We don't no. Don't know okay, I'm what's up, fellow Libra? Yeah. I'm. I'm. You who? September twenty eighth. Quit playing with me. That's my birthday. Stop lying.
1: <laughs> I swear. Really?
0: That is crazy. That's crazy. Yes. No, if September people you be like,
1: hey, me, me. like you
0: know, it, it's so, for real. Yeah, I'm September twenty eighth too. So we we first Libras, and you know I love being in September twenty eighth because that two eight makes ten. So we are complete. You know that's why we are so loved and so well rounded because mm-hmm. it's a ten. Because you know the twenty eight is an even number and the ten is the, you know the ten is an even number too. So yeah, that's that's really cool.
1: This about it, y'all. Are found my birthday twin. Now I be telling everybody that normally Young Jeezy is my birthday twin because you know his birthday. Yeah, is he
0: good. is our birthday twin, y'all. What?
1: Yeah. Okay, and that makes sense. Why people really love you so much too? Like you just have a personality where people gravitate to you. And sometimes other people's like, okay, why do people really? like yeah, yeah. Brand. And you honestly probably don't even realize it yourself and that goes back to you discovering that you can sing on the school bus so let's mm-hmm. get into your family like when was it for you when your family actually knew you were sing? because if they was acting like that on the bus how was your family acting
0: you know what i think they always knew i could sing but because i come from a, a very musical background my family all did music and sing so it wasn't like i thought honestly like, my brothers and I, we used to harmonize and sing songs all the time when we were kids. But we just thought it was normal. We didn't know that we could sing. We didn't know that, that we were doing something different from everybody else. We thought everybody could harmonize and sing and all this stuff because that's just right. our family. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Inside the home, that's just what it was. So we didn't know. We didn't, we didn't even know we were a musical family until we got older and started finding out, like, oh, we kind of like Jackson 5 up in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, Did y'all sing at also- you- Oh, yeah. We sang at church like it was a must. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, we could it's not, like not sing at church. It you know, they
1: started off in church. Oh, Everybody. Yeah, church.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. church. I, I owe it all. I owe it all to, that was the first place I ever performed, you know, at church. You know, that's how I learned how to perform. And that's why I learned mm-hmm. so much from church. So, yeah.
1: Now, do you also play musical instruments too?
0: Yeah, I play the piano, I play the drums, and I play the guitar, the viraphone, the organ, uh, the bass. I just love instruments.
1: Okay, so you're just not a producer. You're a producer-producer. You know <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a difference. Yeah. That you got your beat maker, and you got your producer-producer. Are yeah. Or you're able to play live instruments. Now, I'm pretty sure with yeah. you being a Billboard producer, that has brought a lot of buzz when it comes to clients wanting to work with you. But how are you able to balance that and also doing your own music?
0: You know what? It's It's a challenge. Because the working with other people that pays the bills, just to be honest with you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So you know it's a it's 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 a challenge, but you gotta you gotta make time for yourself. Like if you want to do it, you gotta shut everything out and then just do your own thing, do your project. So that's that's how I do it. I don't know nobody else, but when it's time for me to do me, I just cut off everything else and just give myself hundred percent. Because if I'm trying to give this hundred you can't give two, three things hundred percent. You know what I'm saying something gonna lack. So I learned I, when it's time to do me, I got to just shut off and just do me.
1: Exactly. You got to make time for you. And I think, especially with you being so I can just imagine how it is when people find out that you're young. Like, oh my God, let me get a song. Like, do you go through that with artists? <coughs> like, hey, oh yeah, get- I
0: do. I do. <laughs> it's, do it- it's cool though. i you, you feel annoying? You said what? Do it get annoying? You know what? No, because I'm I'm honored that people um want to express through me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I think it's an honor for people to say, I want to work with you. Let's, let's, what could I do to work with you? I I'm I'm honored I'm honored every single time. You know what I'm saying? It's a gift. So and it's a gift for me to give to others. You know, so I'm honored. I don't I don't get bothered by it. Right. And it
1: seems like you enjoy it too. It's not like a job. You know it's like a job and like you being
0: forced to produce music. It's only like, a job if you don't like who you work with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> if you like who you work with, then it's awesome, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, music has changed drastically. I'm a '90s baby, born in '91, and you know, music has really, you know, um, you know, it, it took a, a drastic, drastic turn with yes. you being. A <laughs> what yes, are
0: some yes. of the
1: pros and cons that you have noticed with the evolution of music in the music industry?
0: The pros, and you can start off with the pros first. The pros is 100% the internet. Because you don't have to sign with a label no more. You can just put your music out on your own. And you can pay wow. somebody to do, to promote your music online and, and create your own fan base and have your own tour support. Like, you can do it all on your own in today's time. You can go get a loan. You can get your credit together and go get a loan and then just straight, straight up fund your music career. So that is the blessing. That's the pros of today. Uh, That you and then also too, like you can, you can create a niche audience. Like you can create your own niche audience and then only promote to those people. So, I love that the artist is in control in today's time. So I do love that. I think the cons is, is because of that the label does not they don't do artist development anymore. So they they want you to come all all the way with the fan base with everything before they invest. So those are pros and cons to me in my opinion.
1: Hmm, that makes a... Okay, artist development is pretty much, you know, we're a label they invest money in you, making sure, you know,
0: you can sing, and, you know, don't be out of
1: breath, and, you know, you can...
0: And all of that. stylist all of everything. They do media training, everything. All of that is done, no, no more of that. And they not...
1: You can tell they're not doing it no more, because just... See how these artists <laughs> <on> these <things. laughs> Exactly. Exactly. All of a sudden, they go brown in this day, it it's just...
0: Yeah, Mm. exactly. You can tell. You can most definitely tell.
1: What do you think the outcome of music like 20, 30 years from now is going to be? Do you think that labels are still going to be like around,
0: you know? I don't know because they're getting very scarce. I think the only way they can still be around is if they start developing talent again. Mm -hmm. If the labels start back developing talent like they used to, then absolutely they'll be around because when when you put a, a group of professionals together, And then around a person with a gift, it elevates that person to a level that others who may have that same gift may not get to that level because they don't have the team around them to elevate. them. So that's what Mm -hmm. the label was for back in the day. So if they can get back to that again, like like how it was at Motown and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, then absolutely they'll still be around. If they don't do that, then eventually they won't be around.
1: Mm. And you being a producer and an artist also, you see kind of the both sides of the artist side and the producer side. And a lot of artists, is, you know, they get in their situations, in these situations where they offer you a million dollars, but they don't tell you, okay, well, we're going to take $100,000 from this, and $100,000 from this, and then by the time you look at it, they ain't got nothing, you know, they can't get Big Mama house, you know? so You can't because like a new artist that like maybe you're working with a new artist and they got like an offer from a, a label maybe we're gonna say Atlantic you know what advice would you mm-hmm. give them you'd be
0: like hey, I would man. tell them I would tell them not to take the money and to do it and to do a split profit deal because if you take the money from the label what happens is you owe them money so like like this think about it like this if you buy a house right you bought the house you took the money from the bank and then you pay the bank back with interest then you own the house you own the uh the, the pink slip is your house and you can sell it or rent it out to whoever you want to or whatever you want to do, right?
1: Right.
0: And when you when you sell the house, they don't get a portion of it no more because you pay them back with interest, correct?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With the record label is you take the money, they promote you. When you pay back the money, right? Mm-hmm. You pay them back the money and you still do not own your 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 music. They still own it and they still make money off of it and you don't. Mm-hmm. And then not only do, not only do, the, when you pay them back, you don't, you don't get paid back until, uh, they made their money back. Right. So, so it's, oh my God, it's, it's a nightmare. <laughs> These like, kids don't. Like, you
1: know, even if you, let's say they end up dying, right. You know, the mm-hmm. family don't get much, um, much, uh, you know, they're going to always keep making money on you until you, you know. You know, forever and forever. You dead and gone and your family, your kids can't yeah. really profit they off. They can't
0: control the they can't control the masters. So uh-huh. you may you may cons- you may consign your publishing to them, but owning the masters is the person who creates the wealth. The master does. Because if you own the master to your song, right? What that means is you can sell it again and again and again to Pepsi, to Nike, to uh anybody. You can keep selling your song or Keep selling keep licensing your song over and over again and that's the way the label create wealth from your song because they keep licensing your song because they yeah. own the rights to the license so when they well, when they take money from you they own the right to the license they own they own the masters and so that's the that's what i would tell kids don't take the money tell them i'll create the master i'll pay for the master and you just prom- you just put up the money to promote i'll put up the money to create the album because that puts you in the driver's seat to own the master, and the, what you do with the label is, you say, "All right, cool. I own the master, but we do a split profit. If you get deals for the master, we can split the profits. But I am the owner." Come that's on, that's what I would tell the kids.
1: And be confident too when you say it. Don't be in there stuttering and
0: sweating because you No, nah, just just tell them. Just tell, tell them this is what it is. This is this is my deal. This is if it, if it's not this, I'll go to the next guy. So what do you want to do? They're gonna be like, "Don't let him out the room." That's what we're gonna do. Come
1: on, that is very. And owning your rights. It's a real sneaky world, too, especially in this. You'll be surprised when I even notice, too. You know, people are real, real shy. And I feel like if you come correct and you real confident in yourself, even if you don't know what you're talking about, but you sound real confident, you'll get what you want. That's true. <laughs> That's
0: true. <laughs> Facts. Yes. Facts. So what has
1: been your proudest moment so far
0: um, throughout your career? You know what? Well, honestly, my proudest moment in my career is not even like I mean because I got platinum uh platinum flax and stuff like that that is so proud about no doubt. But I think I'm proud that my city recognized me as who I am and uh, just the honor and love that I get from my city. That is what make that makes me really proud, you know.
1: Oh that's amazing. Now we're gonna have a little fun. I'll start this thing on my show but we're gonna get to know you a little bit better. Okay. I'm okay, telling we got okay. the phone go I wouldn't be telling out the point one about getting your business. Now, these are real chill questions. So I'm actually gonna say the sentence and you're gonna finish it. Okay? Okay, okay. So the first one, when I am down in life, I know I can call who?
0: My mama. Mmm, yes.
1: What's some of the advice that she's given you throughout the years?
0: Man, my mama gave me so much advice. Some of the stuff that stands out to me is is uh I mean, one time, long time ago, I I had my little first little girlfriend, and she had came over to the house tripping one day, right? And my mom was like, "What's wrong with that girl?" I said, "I don't know, ma. She crazy." She said, "No, no, no. Ain't she ain't crazy? You doing something to drive her crazy? So what are you doing?" You know what I'm saying? (laughs) She said, "Don't no girl act like that." She said, "She said, matter of fact, I think I know what's wrong with her. Those other girls that's been calling your phone, that's what's wrong with her. I guarantee you that." So you know, my mama taught me like you know one of the things she taught me is like you know. You can't be like, she's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? You doing something for every reaction. There was an action to make that person do that. So, yeah, that's something that stand out to me. I love that. You
1: know, we got to be real with our sons and let them know, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's, it's, you
0: know. But sometimes she is a little crazy, too, you know. Sometimes she is. Sometimes she is a little crazy.
1: crazy Sometimes they
0: come crazy. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they come crazy. But mama, mama knew my little girlfriend, though. She was like, nah, that girl too sweet. You did something wrong. (laughs) (laughs) next i am a little embarrassed that i used to like let me see um let me think i don't know i'm I'm not really you know what you know what here it is i'm I'm gonna keep it 100 on this Mm -hmm. i'm a little embarrassed that i used to judge people for their sexuality based upon what i was taught in my culture not understanding that person's background or what happened mm-hmm. to them to make them that way, or you know what I'm saying, just judging a person just on just on sight because of their sexuality, like not really understanding, like something probably happened to that person. You know what I'm saying that made them that way that I cannot ever comprehend. So I'm right. ashamed of. Yeah, that's something I say. I'm ashamed of. You know what I'm saying, like oh, for real.
1: That's real. Next, don't trust Blank because. Hmm. Into
0: your mind. man listen I can't <laughs> even say that <laughs> all right so uh you can
1: my show is explicit it's okay
0: i mean you know what you you cannot man if you <laughs> walk like a if you walk like a dog and walk like a dog it is a dog Flat <laughs> out. got it i i got that part next when I
1: am alone I like to like huh.
0: I like to watch boxing.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, so you still have that passion for it.
0: Right, absolutely. I, I, I think about it every day like that. What if I can I it? But, you know, it was meant for me to do music, so I ain't going to complain. I love it. It. Too late. it really ain't too
1: late. What, they got that guy Aaron Carter. He used to be a singer. Look at him. He boxing there.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see.
1: Right. And next, your girl may fall for me because of my intellect. Hmm. Okay, that's
0: that leap of I'm you, we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah,
1: yeah. And last, what drives you, money or fame? Money, mm-hmm.
0: money all day, every day. The bag,
1: right? You can't pay the bills for fame.
0: <laughs> nah, not at all. <laughs> the one
1: million followers is not gonna pay your rent.
0: Nah, nah. Give me the bag. It's about the bag, especially in today's time, man. We gotta, we gotta be real about our bag. You know, so yeah, the money. I move by the money all day, every day. I
1: agree. Now they call you Young OG. It's another name that you go by. So, who is an OG in the game that kind of inspired you to become a musician?
0: Jodeci, one hundred percent. I was when I when I heard Jodeci the first time. I heard "Forever My Lady." I was in my bed and I was like trying to go to sleep or whatever. And I heard the song on the radio, and I was like, "Yo, was crazy." And I was, yeah. like, trying to, like, I was trying to, re- like, hear it and remember it or whatever so I can look it up or whatever. And uh, the feeling that I got, it gave me the most complete feeling I ever had. Like, it gave me everything. It fulfilled me musically. And then from that moment, I was like, I want to make somebody feel like this. And yeah. so I was so inspired by them. They made me want to do music. And then I, you know, when I got grown, I was able to 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 produce their last album, which is uh, Every oh. Moment. So that was yeah, that was like that was a real surreal moment in my life to be in a room with them and be like, these dudes is the reason why I started doing this. Like the the feeling that they gave me. And now I'm telling them to go in the booth and, and put that beer down. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: blessing. Like, you know, people don't sing like that no more. Jodice, Whitney Houston, you know, um, who's another yeah. one that sang real good? I love you some Stevie Wonder. I'm talking people that say oh, let, yeah. let me let me rewind yeah. that yeah, let me play that again. Yeah. Wow. I don't know what I would have if I met Jodeci. You know what's always in my mind, what's kind of ruined that song for me, Forever My Lady, is that damn Martin episode. He ruined that song. <laughs> oh, yeah. than Food. I, oh. I
0: love it. Yeah, he I did. Keep, crazy. Like,
1: oh my God, he done ruined it for everybody. But Jodeci, Dale, <laughs> like,
0: legendary. So that
1: kind of explains your voice. Because I feel like they got a soulful voice. Like, you know, you can really
0: feel... Yeah what
1: they're
0: saying, and a lot of words... Yeah, I'm so there. inspired, yeah. I'm so inspired yeah. by Josie. Like, everything from the 90s. Just, just, I'm just inspired by all 90s music. It's everything to me, you know? Mm-hmm, 90s, man. And I was a, I love in
1: 91, and I was listening to, like, Brandy
0: and Monica, but once I got, like, oh, all the
1: come
0: 90s, on. I'm saying, like, that Josie, I was like, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. all of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, I hear you are working
0: on something soon that
1: something's supposed to be coming out. So, give me the
0: 411 on your music. You yeah, work. I'm working on it. I'm working on the EP right now. It'll be out in a couple more months. So, it's something that I'm uh, just really happy about and proud about because I haven't released any music in a long time. Yeah. So, because I've been producing, so I'm happy. So, well, people be hearing from me. Because I like to
1: look at it. Like, why this man ain't got no views? I need to hear your voice on Spotify. I know,
0: right? I know. No, I <laughs> it. it's coming. It's coming. I promise.
1: Like, no shade, You know, they ain't a lot of <laughs> me from their heart. You know, we got Miguel. You know,
0: we got
1: Mio. Who else? Yeah. I can sing, sing, not sing. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, that's what, that's what I'm trying to bring back. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. So, Brad, it was so dope having you on. I don't find out like, you my birthday twin. How was
0: this real? I cool? know. Hex? I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. It's a blessing.